This patient was dying and the family was like, okay, we're going to donate their organs. And they went around the intensive care unit and started chatting up with the other families that were there and said, hey, do you need an organ? Like anybody need an organ? Almost as nonchalantly as if they were like giving out chocolate chip cookies or something like that. It's like, you get an organ, you get an organ, you get an organ. And there was one family that was like, yeah, actually, we would love an organ. And it turns out like this is the craziest part. Have you ever wanted to ask an important question, maybe asking someone out on a date or working up the courage to ask for that promotion you've really been hoping for? And as soon as that thought pops into your head, you chicken out and you're like, no, 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 wait, I'm not going to do it. Well, then this is the episode for you. You are listening to The Purpose Filter, the only podcast that helps living people apply dying lessons before it's too late. My name is Dr. Louie Kathy Zhang. I'm a mindset and life coach and an end-of-life doctor, so I've learned a thing or two about living. And I'm here to remind you that you have one extraordinary opportunity to live your best life on Earth, and together we're going to help you do it your way. This week, we're talking about asking for what you want. Specifically, one of my favorite phrases, which is, if you don't ask, the answer is no. I see so much regret at the end of life. People who didn't go for it, people who did not ask, people who wish that they had chosen differently, who had lived differently. So we're taking those regrets and bringing them upstream to you right now, changing your mindset one question at a time, starting with this one. So let's get to it. Hello and welcome back to another episode of The Purpose Filter. I hope you're doing incredible this week. Let's jump right in. I was listening in on some coaching calls for a women physician coaching group that I used to be a part of, and the people were asking for extra coaching sessions. They wanted more, and they're like, can you do it during this hour because I'm on the Pacific Coast? And it made me think of this phrase that I love, which is, if you don't ask, the answer is no. And I want to talk about that during this episode and how often we hold ourselves back just by not asking. And it's so easy to just be like, no, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to say anything. I'm just going to let it be. And then we regret things. And then we feel like, oh my God, I should have done more. I'm such a wuss or whatever it is. These negative things start coming into our heads. So I wanted to give you some examples from my own life, from the business world, from even in healthcare to really remind you how one thing can change, how powerful just asking a question can really be. Recently, I was trying to get an essay out. I had said, hey, I can get it to you in about two months. Two months came and went. I was working on the essay and I really needed more time. There's just a lot of things going on. And normally I would have just been like, oh my God, I'm going to freak out. But this time what I actually did was I asked if they would extend the deadline. I was like, I actually need a little bit more time. Is it possible that you can extend the deadline? And they said, yes. And just think, if I had not asked for that extension, I would have been so much more stressed, so much more overwhelmed. They would not have received a quality 
writing piece. And it was a win-win situation for everyone, but I would not have been able to do that had I not asked. Sarah Blakely, founder of Spanx. I love her. I love her story. She really wanted to be a Neiman Marcus. So what did she do when she first started Spanx? She literally called up Neiman Marcus and she called day in, day out, different times. And she finally got their whole jury buyer on the phone and she asked, if I fly down to where you are in Texas, I think it was Dallas, she was like, will you give me a few minutes of your time? And this woman said, if you fly here, I'll give you 10 minutes of my time. She asked, and that's what happened. She went down, she flew down, she met with this woman, and she she tells the story about how she was losing her. She could tell that she was just losing interest. And so she asked another question. She said, Diane, will you come with me into the bathroom so I can show you? So she wore her white pants before wearing Spanx, and she showed her the result after wearing Spanx. And the woman was like, oh my God, yes, I get it. Let me buy some product and we'll put it at Neiman Marcus. That is how Spanx started in Neiman Marcus. Sarah Blakely also had to submit the patent for Spanx. And so she didn't have money at the time. They were quoting her three to $5,000 just to write the patent. So she went and wrote it herself. She found some books. She wrote it herself and then brought it to the lawyers. And she was like, hey, I already wrote this. Can you submit the paperwork for me? Because I don't know how to do that. And if you do that, will you do it for a discount? They said yes. They charged her like $750. And that is how the patent for Spanx came to be. Do you see what's happening here? Ask and you shall receive. Even if it's a no, even if it's a maybe, even if it's a not right now, at least you will know. But you never know if you do not ask. Sarah Blakely, one last thing. She sent Spanx to Oprah. She just sent it to her. No judgment. Just see what happens. And Oprah ended up adding it to her list of favorite things. And that really catapulted her career. There's also Justin Gold from the business world. If you know Justin's nut butters, their chocolate peanut butter or almond butter cups, they are delicious. He started this natural food brand out in Boulder, Colorado. And he really wanted to get his product into Whole Foods and he kept running into issues. And so what did he do? He asked, you know, if there's issues with your supplier, can I supply it myself? Can I stock the shelves? Can I do this? He added his tenacity, his determination, his belief in his product with the ask, with the question, can I do this? Is it okay? He asked the question because otherwise, if he never asked, we would never have Justin's food company. We would not have the nut butters and the chocolate peanut butter cups that so many people love and adore now. I'll give you another example from my own life. I went to a nice handbag store. And it was the first time years ago that I actually wanted to buy a nice handbag. I think it was like five or $600. And I was like, oh, it's a lot of money, et cetera, et cetera. So I asked, do you have any sales coming up? I was just like, oh, I'm curious. Why not? You never know. And they said, actually, yes, we do. We can put this order in now as a pre-order. We'll give you the discount. And then when the sale actually starts, then we'll charge your card. And then you can come pick it up. And I was like, this is amazing. I think I saved, I don't know, 50 or maybe even $100 all because I asked. I'll give you two more examples, okay? If it hasn't hit you over the head enough already. 
When I reconnected with my now husband, I'd met him in a nightclub back in February of, I don't know, 2011 or something like that. And it didn't work out. It was just the timing was wrong. I was moving to a different state. He was staying in New York, that sort of thing. And five years, four or five years later, I decided to message him on Facebook. He had been posting some videos. We had absolutely zero contact between the time that I had met him years before and the time that I Facebook messaged him. I happened to be single. He happened to be single. And I literally just sent him a message. I was like, hey, do you remember me? And he said, yeah, actually, I do. We hung out and now we are together. I don't know. It's been seven years or so. We've been married. And so literally one single Facebook message has changed the entire trajectory of my life because I would not be with my husband now had I not sent that message, had I not asked. If I had not asked, the answer would have been no. There would have been no Jacob and Kathy. There would have been no wedding in Iceland. There would have been no life of ours that we have together right now. And isn't that so freaking wild? Like, you just think about it. Just one question, one ask. That's all it takes. I'll give you another example. My husband had a friend or a client who would do the quote-unquote nice guy routine at Starbucks or coffee shops. And he would be like, hey, I'm a nice guy. You're a nice guy. Do you have any discounts for me? And a lot of times the people would be like, yeah, actually, here's a discount or here, have this coffee for free or whatever it was. I'll tell you another thing. In Whole Foods, their cashiers are actually allowed to give away one free thing each day. I've actually received this. I've confirmed it with a Whole Foods cashier. And then I actually looked it up online and there's a quote from a Whole Foods publicist that that is part of their amazing customer service. So again, be nice, ask, and maybe you'll get something for free. Maybe you'll save a few dollars. Maybe someone will be like, yeah, you seem really great and seem really cool and lovely. Have something for free. I'll tell you the last story, which I think is absolutely incredible and wild. I had a colleague of mine tell me that when she was in residency, there was a family in their intensive care unit. I'll try to generalize the details a little bit for HIPAA's sake and privacy, but there was a family in the intensive care unit. This patient was dying and the family was like, okay, we're going to donate their organs. And they went around the intensive care unit and started chatting up with the other families that were there and said, hey, my family member is dying. We're going to donate organs. Do you need an organ? Like anybody need an organ? Almost as nonchalantly as if they were like giving out chocolate chip cookies or something like that. It's like, you get an organ, you get an organ, you get an organ. And there was one family that was like, yeah, actually, our family member is dying and we would love an organ. And it turns out like this is the craziest part. They were an actual match. They were a match. Out of all of the people in the U.S., in the world, for these two people to be in the same intensive care unit looking for one donating an organ and one looking for an organ, that patient got that other patient's organ. Like my mind, when I first heard the story, I was like, you're absolutely shitting me. That has to be untrue. She's like, no, no, no. This actually happened all because Someone went around and asked a question. 
do you need an organ? Like, how wild, how preposterous, how amazing is that? So when it comes to asking, here are some rules of thumb that I like to use for myself and I think could really help you. Number one, just ask. Be nice. Be respectful. Don't have any judgments around it. Set up zero expectations. Just bring your curiosity. That is all that you need. If you are trying to ask someone that out because you think they're attractive and you're like, hey, maybe, you know, we could get coffee or whatever together, just ask. Use the three, two, one rule. If you've seen Mel Robbins, she does the five second rule, five, four, three, two, one, and then do it. For me, it's similar. Five seconds seems like a little bit too much time for me. So I'm like, three, two, one, I got to do it. Because otherwise, then your brain will talk you out of it. You're going to start to feel that doubt. You're going to start to feel that negativity. You're going to start to feel like, oh my God, oh my God, the anxiety set in and you're not going to be able to do it. So set three seconds, three, two, one, I'm just going to do it. And you're going to feel like your heart is pounding. You're going to feel like you're going to die the entire way. But Just trust yourself that it is a small thing. It's not actually life-threatening. It's just your body's reaction to something uncomfortable. The next thing I want to recommend to you is do not ask a leading question. I'll give an example. I recently went to Nordstrom to get something tailored. And I went after work and it was close to the cutoff of the time when the tailor was no longer going to be there in closing hours. And so I get there and they have to call down to the tailor. And the person who called down said verbatim said this, hey, um, you're not taking any more clients, are you? And as soon as I heard that question come out of their mouth and I was like, oh, I'm not going to get my clothes tailored today. Because what do you think she said in response? She said a big fat no. That's exactly what happened. That is a leading question. You do not have to make it easy for them to tell you no. I want you to pretend that you are a hiring manager. You work in HR. And I want you to listen to the difference in these three questions and gauge your first gut response to these three questions I'm going to ask you. Ready? Number one, you're not hiring, are you? Number two, are you hiring? Number three, hey, I heard you're hiring, right? Same words, totally different questions. Language matters. Words matter. It all has to do with how you ask the question. If you even get to asking it in the first place, the first step is ask the question. The second step is to set yourself up for the best positive response. Give people the path of least resistance to tell you an answer that you are hoping for. And you know, the answer could be no. It could also be yes. It could be maybe. It could be let me think about it. It could be perhaps another time. But again, if you do not ask, you leave it in your mind, the answer undoubtedly will be no. You are literally rejecting yourself before anyone else can reject you. You won't even give others the chance to reject you because you're just like, nope, what's the point? And remember this, our brains have negativity bias. It's a survival mechanism. But seriously, do you really want to spend the rest of your life thinking, meh, what's the point? It's not going to happen anyway. No, of course not, right? And just accept the fact that you're probably going to overthink it. Accept the fact that it's going to be uncomfortable and you're going to feel really weird. 
And that's okay. At least if you ask, you will never wonder. You'll never wish you had done X, Y, or Z like my patients who are on their deathbeds and they're like, oh my God, I so wish I had gone for that job. Oh, I wish I had asked that person out on a date. I wish that I had not let that job promotion go. I wish I had just gone for it. So just remember, one bold move, one act of courage, and mustering up just a little bit more effort to push past your discomfort can change the trajectory of your entire life. You could land a new job. You could save a few dollars. You could find your life partner. You could start a billion-dollar company. You could get an organ, for Christ's sake, all because you asked. So my question to you this week is, what are you going to get curious about and what are you going to ask for? Be specific. Ask the universe. Ask other people. Ask and you shall receive. Even if you don't receive what you actually want, you will receive an answer. And sometimes that answer, that closure, can be just as, if not more important than the resolution we were looking for. So there you have it. If you don't ask, the answer is no. So you might as well ask, right? You heard examples from the lives of entrepreneurs like Sarah Blakely and Justin Gold, how I reconnected with my now husband, and even people getting life-saving transplants just by asking. Remember to lead with curiosity. Use the three, two, one rule. Don't ask a leading question and make it easy for people to respond the way that you're hoping for. So if you've been having positive results in your life just by listening to this podcast and you're like, man, I wonder how my life could change if I worked with Kathy one-on-one, like if we actually worked together, well, I am here to help you break through the obstacles holding you back to change those deeply ingrained behaviors and thought patterns and help you unlock your innate potential and achieve your goals as the best version of you. Click the link in my bio, Louis Kathy Zhang, book a call and let's figure this out together. As always, take care of yourself and take care of each other. I will see you next week.